You may already be familiar with Aesop's fable of the tortoise and the hare. Basically, the hare, a rabbit, challenges the tortoise to a race and ends up losing because he sprints and then rests for too long during the race, whereas the tortoise just plods along, slow and steady, winning the race. I never really liked this fable as a kid because I'm the hare, and I thought that meant that I was wrong. But what if the story was a little different? What if at the end of the day, the tortoise and the hare both crossed the finish line? In today's episode, we're going to talk about understanding your personal workflow and how you can use it to be more productive every week. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason. Hi. So I am talking today about two different types of workflow, and I'm not saying there isn't more than this, but I haven't encountered it, and I have worked with probably about, I don't know, 150 different contractors over the last five or six years, and typically I have two types of people that work with me, either the person who really just sprints and knocks out all their work in a couple of hours, it took them all week long to do it. Or I have the person who chips away at things every single day. And basically, both of these types of workflow is great for what we do. Um, A little bit about our company as our five website management. We do a lot of content writing. We build websites. We manage websites and offer SEO. And so both of these workflows are good for me. However, I have to deal a lot with the people that are on my team and help them understand that it's okay to work when they have time or when they feel like it. So I have to help them sort of break through that guilt because they'll come to me and they'll say, well, can I do it over the weekend or can I do it tonight or when I put my kids down or when I have more help or whatever? And I just let them know that pretty much they get to work on their own terms. I'm not the kind of person that requires them to clock in at certain hours of the day. I personally uh, have a lot of anxiety about thinking about a nine to five job And today we're talking about these two different workflows because Austin and I, we are two very different people. opposites on this and many other aspects of our personalities. Austin's going to talk more about this. He said this in the intro that he's the hare and he's going to talk about what this looks like in his day. Hi, my name is Austin and I'm a procrastinator. No, not really. Um, I am uh, more the hare in those two types of workflow scenarios. I, I have a tendency to work in bursts of productivity. And so you may uh, see me, you know, scrambling, tearing my hair out, you know, coming up on a deadline, that kind of thing. Um, and I used to, as I said, I used to feel very guilty about that. I used to think, uh, you're doing it wrong, Austin. Slow and steady wins the race. And so you're supposed to just stay at it, you know, a little bit every day. And and that that can work for some people, but I never found it to work well for me. And I always found that at the end, at crunch time, when there's no escape, <laughs> that's when the work gets done. And I've known over the years, many other people like that. And again, we all thought we were broken. We all thought we were doing it wrong. And so I know now that uh, there are certain types of tasks that if I sit down, I am going to get sucked in. It's If I sit down to uh, do this particular item on my to-do list, I know that I have to give it two hours. There's no way that I'm going to uh, come up for air until that project is done or I've hit a roadblock. Keely, uh, on the flip side, thinks the idea of having to sit down for two hours to do a single task 
gives her heartburn. And I, I'm the opposite. I'm not, I don't feel like I have to give it two hours. I know that I'm going to. I know that there's no way around it because once I get rolling on it, I, I feed off of momentum. And, and I think that's part of what, uh, what happens with the hair in the story, right? Is, you know, what, what you see in the story is he sprints at the beginning and then because, you know, because he's so arrogant, he takes a nap because he's got such a great lead on the tortoise. If you ignore the competition aspect of that and look at it as, you know, the hair took off right out of the gate, right? The, the, the firing pistol goes off and he blasts out of the gate and then stops for a little while maybe takes a nap or whatever, and then gets back up and then blasts off again, that's more my workflow. Uh, when uh, Keely and I have our weekly staff meeting, that is uh, the two of us kind of organizing our, our calendars and our day and our to-do lists, I insisted that that be 9 or 9.30 on Monday morning because as soon as we are done with that, I am going to get a lot of stuff done. And it's going to be awesome because... I've sat down and I've talked about what needs to happen and now I've gotten all motivated and I'm ready to go. Fire that pistol, I am taken off from there. Keely doesn't need that. Keely doesn't need uh, that initial burst like that. And, and I may take off to the races and then stop and come back to that project later. Or like I said, I hit a roadblock and decide, okay, I can't go any further on this until I get until I hear back from this other person or whatever. Uh, that's fine. And I know once I hear back from that person, I got to carve out some more time because when I sit down, I'm going to be back at it. I'm going to be laser focused. So that's me. That's the hair. And me, I always said I was like the energizer bunny. I just keep going <laughs> and going. That's, but in, wait, no, no, no. I'm the bunny. I'm the hair. You can't right. be the bunny. You, you have but to be the energizer tortoise. This analogy, I am <laughs> the tortoise. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> My workflow is to get up and start being productive from the time I'm awake to the time I go to sleep at night. And honestly, if I'm not productive at night, I pretty much fall asleep on the couch. So um, that is kind of what happens to people that are like the tortoise, or like the tortoise, because we don't really stop during the day to really catch our breath or get a break. Um, so not to say that I'm walking like this straight line to the finish line, but I don't tend to stop moving and doing. I like switching tasks. I want to come back to these things later. It's okay with me because I know I'm going to do it later. Um, and I know, you know, for Austin as the hair, it, it drives him insane when he doesn't have everything needed to complete a project at one thing because he wants to touch it once and yes. be done with it. Absolutely. If I had to sit there and touch the project like to completion from start to finish like that, it would still would not get done. I would just go do other things. I've, I've watched myself. it drive you crazy during, during like an afternoon. Just go off the deep end. Can't handle it. Yeah, I'm not good at that at all. And occasionally I do have to really like knuckle down and get something sent right. to a client. And I am like, oh, I hate myself the whole time I'm doing it. <laughs> but the thing that we found is that whether you're a tortoise or a hare, uh, you can use your personal workflow to be more productive, to get things done. And part of that starts with seeing the positives to your workflow, recognizing, and, and Keely helped me realize this about... I'm not broken because I'm the hair. I'm not doing it wrong. I'm doing it differently. And so um, as the hair, uh, those of us that that work in these short bursts, we have the ability to work on complex projects that need consecutive hours to complete. We're, we're okay with doing a whole lot of work in a, in a small space. And, and I say a small space. Sometimes it's not even a small space. Sometimes it is a long stretch of time, two, three, four hours, but it is concentrated work. It is a, it's a sprint. It's not 
plodding along like the tortoise. It is good, get, 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 you know, like do all the things, even if it's over, you know, a long chunk of time. Um, but that it's also com- combined with the, the ability to accomplish tasks fast when it is crunch time, when it is the deadline and it's, you know, it's now or never, you can throw everything aside. And by the way, throw, throw aside the distractions. That's where I lock in the, the best is when it, I'm in a position where there's nothing else on the plate. You've got to get this done by close of business today, or you've got to, you know, turn it in tomorrow or whatever it is. And so you just kind of move everything else aside, uh, going back to what we talked about before about, you know, prioritizing your tasks and those kinds of things, and just focus on this thing and get it done and get it done now. Um, that, that laser focus also has a tendency to turn into a good eye for errors, for quality control, uh, because Again, it's that hyper focus on a particular task or project or whatever it is. You have a tendency to be able to see some of those minute details and errors. What about the positives for you? So for me, I think, you know, I can handle jobs that have a lot of distractions. I'm not saying that I don't get a little annoyed when I'm asked a million questions. That is difficult for everyone. But if I don't have natural distractions in the day, I actually create them for myself. Yeah, she dis- um, distracts herself. It's distracts amazing. myself. I will say that even though I have been working from home for over seven years, and I, I still get in like as many steps as anybody that you know does a lot. <laughs> I mean, seriously. The other thing is, I'm you know a tortoise is good at projects that need to be chipped away at every day. So I have people right. on my team that they want to work a little bit every day. They do not want to give like eight hours today. If, if they want to give three hours, they want to right. give two hours. And I need that. Um, and I'm good at that myself. I want to be able to work on projects that have to be chipped away every day. And I also don't easily get burned out on a job because I vary my tasks. If I am like laser focused on something for too long or only have one kind of job or one type of task, man, I think everyone can hit burnout. But I hit it really fast as a tortoise because (laughs) I don't want to do laser focus on it. And that's not really good for ongoing long-term work. If you do spend two or three hours and knock something out and then tomorrow it's there again, uh, it's very, very easy to get burned out on that job. I think that's why I hate dishes. (laughs) So that's looking at some of the, the positives and the benefits of your various workflows one of the, we also have to tackle sort of the negative aspect of not feeling guilty about our particular pattern of, of working. Like I said, sometimes we set ourselves up through cultural norms, self-help books, all these kinds of things that say, this is the way to get things done, you know, trademark. Uh, but sometimes there are other ways to get things done and we feel guilty about it. So again, as a hair, um, I have to work to not feel guilty that I don't immediately get started on a big task, but I, I tend to wait for that motivation to kick in. That, that's, that's hard to learn. It's hard to learn that uh, it's kind of like, you know, for an artist, the muse taking them, you know, they just, they're, they're never going to get that, that great painting done until the moment takes them. Writers have writer's block where you just, you, you can't get past this one part, right? So you, you, you distract yourself, you do something else, and then eventually it hits and you're ready to go. The same thing can happen just in business, in, in any given task. You can have a mental block on something. You can have uh, maybe not a block, but you're just not there. You're not ready to tackle that big thing yet. 
But tomorrow, you might be ready to take on that one and the next thing. And that's okay. You know, work within your, your flow, work within your motivations. And then, so it's okay to, to put in that massive effort and then maybe take a break. You know, it's okay if that's the way you work, that you need to schedule in uh, longer breaks and not, not schedule like, okay, from 3 p.m. You know, until 5 p.m., but, but just know and account for, hey, I'm going to need some downtime after I hit this big thing and not feel guilty while you're doing it because then it's not downtime. Then it's stress time. So true. And you know, what's, what's really interesting about me is I was homeschooled most of my education, uh, especially as uh, in high school, and I'm a, I'm a homeschool graduate. My mom took this approach that she allowed me to create my own schedule. Right. I didn't have to do uh, specific subjects every week. I just knew what my weekly goals were, monthly goals, yearly goals, whatever. And I got to design my own schedule based on that. And she even allowed me to work during the day at Taco Bell and just get my work done whenever I felt like it. And that level of freedom just was very, very good for me. And it allowed me not to get set into the institutional norms that we have where we put people in these schedules, whether at school, work, wherever. And I found that, I mean, I like not sticking to a schedule. Schedules right. bother me. I hate them. Um, yeah, I want to block out time for specific tasks, and that drives you crazy. It doesn't yeah. work for you, for your workflow. So, And I shouldn't feel guilty that I can't do time blocks. And I've, I've read a lot of productivity things where it's like, you should schedule yourself certain time blocks. So for the same reason that I don't have like a laundry day or a dishes day or a certain cleaning day, I never did that um, as a stay-at-home mom. So I didn't do that with my work either. And I've read a lot of productivity books and listened to people where you're supposed to schedule yourself in time blocks, get up early, do all this crazy stuff so you can be more productive. And I've thought for a long time, what's wrong with me? But really, I don't have to feel guilty that I don't fit into that type of workflow. And I also don't have to feel bad that it takes me all day to get jobs done or several days or that I walk slowly or <laughs> that I just move She's literally slowly. the tortoise, by the way. She's really? literally the tortoise. Uh, you can you can walk uh, laps around her at Walmart, but she's still going to get the shopping done faster than you could somehow. This is why I think I sneak up on people and scare them to death because I am so slow moving. <laughs> slow moving and silent. So uh, one thing that uh, that we found that can help out is recognizing what actual procrastination looks like. I, I jokingly said, you know, my name is Austin. I'm a procrastinator because sometimes that's what it looks like. But as a hair. Is it actually procrastinating just because you put off your task for half the day, but then got it done in the second half of the day? Is that is that actually procrastinating? Or is that just working within your workflow? And for, a for the tortoise, are you procrastinating when you stop working on one task and then work on something else because you know you can get back to it later that day or that it's not quite due yet? No, I mean, that's just following your workflow and what you want to actually do right now. So what does real procrastination look like then? Real procrastination is when you miss your deadlines, um, you're, you're dreading the task and you avoid it completely, or uh, you are really stressed out. I mean, I can't imagine mm. how stressed are you when you spend two hours like in a flurry to get something done. I would be stressed, but I don't think that you are. And No, that's, that's when all the stress is gone because right. now I'm doing it. I'm not avoiding it. I'm not putting it off, anything like that. 
even if I'm doing it properly within my workflow, if I'm recognizing, if I'm going, okay, I'm not going to feel guilty here because I know that I'm going to do this when the time is right. Even when I do that, when I finally sit down and do it, and and I know that, okay, at the end of this flurry, at the end of this sprint, I get, I get to check the box, right? I get to take, I get to scratch it out or however you take things off your to-do list. Um, it's, it's going to come off that list. It's going to be done. Or at the very least, I'm going to be considerably further along. You know, like I said, if I hit that roadblock, if I hit, you know, the next step where I need somebody else's input or whatever, at least I got it to that point and there's real measurable progress uh, that motivates me. Um, but if I was at that 11th hour, I'd be stressed to pieces. So real procrastination is when the task stresses you out while you're doing it and causes you to push it off even further. Right. Or like you said, missing deadlines. You're past the deadline. Guess what? You procrastinated <laughs> because you didn't, whatever kind of workflow you have, you didn't get it done on time. That means you were putting it off in an unhealthy way. So you got to plan for the future, know, know how to get around it next time, whether that's eliminating the guilt, whether that's refining some of your workflow. Um, we're not, by the way, we're not giving license to say no matter how you work is, you know, that's the right way. <laughs> Just recognize that you might be a tortoise, you might be a hare, and uh, then work within that. And next week, we're actually going to be talking more about if you find yourself regularly procrastinating actually procrastinating. Right. You really are missing the deadlines and you're dreading the tasks and Feeling you're stressed guilty all the time. out. Yep. Then that is a symptom of an actual problem. You need to address the problem. It's not that your workflow is necessarily the issue. And so often we want to say it is, but really it could just be any number of other things that's keeping you from getting your work done. So when you actually lean into your workflow, you can be more productive when you're not guilty about it, then you're going to produce more and you're just overall going to be happier and less stressed with your life 